This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, good afternoon from Engadget. It's Tuesday, December 22nd. I'm Kyle Sauerhofer, and here's what's happening in the world of technology. Presented by Raytheon Technologies, our nearly 200,000 engineers, researchers, and people with purpose are building the future today. We're pushing the limits of known science to go deeper into space, advance aviation, and build smarter defense systems that protect all of us here at home. That's the future of aerospace and defense. Learn more at rtx.com. Fallout from the SolarWinds hack continues to expand. A handful of major tech companies, including NVIDIA and Intel, have joined the growing list of organizations affected by the unprecedented hack U.S. officials have blamed on Russia. The Wall Street Journal now reports it has new evidence that at least two dozen companies, including NVIDIA, Intel, Cisco, and Belkin, use SolarWinds Orion software. The compromised software gave hackers potential access to much sensitive corporate and personal data, according to the report. The fact that these firms were impacted in some way isn't necessarily surprising. SolarWinds has hundreds of thousands of customers, including multiple government agencies and hundreds of Fortune 500 companies, including Microsoft. SolarWinds has reported that up to 18,000 of its customers were using the malicious version of Orion, but hasn't disclosed exact figures. For companies that were using it, it's also unclear just how much damage may have been done, as the firms are still investigating. But so far, tech companies seem to be downplaying its severity while saying little else. Intel told the WSJ that it has found no evidence the hackers used the backdoor to access the company's network, while NVIDIA told the paper it has no evidence at this time that NVIDIA was adversely affected. Likewise, Belkin said there's been no known negative impact identified to date. And Cisco said, there is no known impact to Cisco offers or products. Impersonal Computing Following beta versions of Photoshop and Lightroom for M1 Max, you can now try out an in-development release of Premiere Pro that optimizes the software for Apple's new chip architecture. As with the Photoshop M1 beta, you won't find every feature that's available in Premiere Pro's public release just yet. But it does include all of the app's core editing and workflow functionality. This phased approach allows us to validate performance and functionality for specific parts of the application before we add new components, Adobe says, and it also allows you to start seeing the benefits now. Adobe adds it prioritized bringing over support for frequently used codecs like H.264, HEVC, and ProRes. All in all, the average editor is likely to see very little difference from the Intel version, according to the company. If you need a feature that hasn't been ported over yet, you can continue using the Intel version of Premiere Pro through Rosetta 2 emulation. Of course, it wouldn't be a beta release without bugs, both big and small. If you own an M1 MacBook Pro, you'll want to avoid tapping the tool selector on the touch bar as it may crash Premiere Pro. Oh, and if your exports seem way too big, don't worry, that's a known issue as well. You can install Premiere Pro beta for M1 Macs through Adobe Creative Cloud. You'll find the software under the Beta Apps category, which is located on the left-hand side of the interface. 
If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.